Ronnie was a very young uh, youngster when I saw him for the first time on Robben Island. A very active person amongst prisoners, highly uh, full of passion to, to learn, to read, to study, and uh, very active in sports. But if there's one thing that he always had time for, just politics, politics, politics. I'm not surprised that uh, when he left prison, he went straight into the political atmosphere uh, within, within the, the movement. But uh, more than that, Rodney was a very balanced person when I met him in prison. Still remains right until the end. A very balanced young, young person and highly respectful of uh, the elders, the leaders, uh, such as Madiba, Katrada, and so on. And uh, I've never had one moment, and many political prisoners can attest to that, there's never been a moment where Ron was involved in, in quarrels, in, in, in unnecessary disputes, but if there's one thing he always was involved in, is harsh, strong debates on politics. That's how I remember the very young man called Rodima Wepa. In terms of the fact that he was able to sort of, you know, engage with all of you and uh, feed off all of you and sort of tell us about actually the the way he sort of helped communicate because I understand he was part of the maintenance and building team which kind of gave him a, an opportunity to just about reach out to everyone. Yes, uh, because of his uh, sharp wit and his hard passion for uh, studies for reading, his intellectual abilities, focusing on the subject matter. Ron, Ronnie uh, became a very uh, valuable person for me as, as, as uh, the first elected chairman of uh, the African National Congress in what was then known as PWV, uh, which we later changed into Gauteng. As part of that team, we needed somebody who could uh, read the situation, somebody who could understand uh, developing trends, and, but somebody who could communicate accurately what it is that was happening. That's when Ronnie cut his teeth for the first time as uh, a communicator. Uh, he didn't have experience about it because he had never communicated anywhere, mm. albeit he was, he was uh, a journalist uh, when, when he came out. But communicating for institutions or agencies, his first was what's here in Kote. Tell us about his, his hunger to carry on learning. Clearly, he had that commitment to the movement uh, when he was a teenager, which affected his you know, formal education, so, shall we speak. He learned a lot uh, during Robben Island, but it seems he was always learning through his whole life. Well, uh, we, 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 we didn't allow Ronnie sufficient chance to get into studies, uh, his academical uh, things, um, because... We, 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 we subjected him too much to the requirements of the transition at the time in this country. He was young, and we relied on him. We were young ourselves, of course, mm. but as, as people are, were more senior uh, than him, we, we, we relied on Ronnie. It was critical because that period uh, saw the African National Congress going through a transition from, from a, an underground political organization where there was also a struggle, international commitment, sanctions, and so on, to, to be one that now had to engage in the process of, of, of reconciliation, the transition via the Condensa negotiations process. So Ronnie was critical, therefore, uh, in, in, in having to understand 
that this kind of an ANC needed people who could communicate. Right until his last day, when he went to the hospital, uh, Ronnie and I had been in constant touch, and I was proud to see the kind of messages uh, that he had been able to to communicate for very long time. People, Tabom Benki, Jacob Zuma, Kosa Zuma, Cyril Ramaphosa, he had seen us all. 